Thank you for listening to The Way of Consciousness here on the Way of Consciousness Radio Network. Programming to inspire you to live from the divine indwelling within you. This was a production of the Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community. Thank you for listening to The Way of Consciousness here on The Way of Consciousness Radio Network. Programming to inspire you to live from the divine indwelling within you. This was a production of The Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community. You are listening to the Way of Consciousness Radio Network programming to help you explore and rediscover and remember your inner divinity. This is a production of the Order of the Friends of Yeshua. The Order of the Friends of Yeshua community was created to offer support to those who continually seek to embody the Christ message of love, forgiveness, compassion, oneness, and peace. OFJ is not interested in creating yet another worldly structure which could by its very nature set itself apart and seeks not to focus on the personhood of Yeshua Jesus but to share in the divine realization that he came to share with us which is that we are all created in the image and likeness of God and that the kingdom of God is within OFJ Community is an all-inclusive community of spiritual seekers. We offer dialogue and studies for deep inner spiritual development in seminary courses for ordained ministry. If you feel called to be a part of OFJ Community or to receive our monthly newsletter, please send an email to OFJCommunity at gmail.com. We'll be happy to send you information about membership in the various programs we offer. In these times of great change, OFJ Community's mission is to offer spiritual support, friendship, and direction to all. Now, to our program. This is the Way of Consciousness. Well, welcome into our show. This is Reverend Dr. Linda Marie Nelson, and we've had some... Unfortunately, some technical difficulties this evening. Um, Our intro was playing the wrong um, message, and uh, we were having difficulty logging into the studio. But then again, that's technology, and we have to be patient uh, because it serves us uh, most of the time. So uh, those of you who are listening, we apologize for any um, inconvenience this has caused, and um, I think we've got the problem straightened out now. I'm joined in conversation this evening on the Way of Consciousness uh, uh, with Bishop Lee Allen Peterson out of Texas and Father Michael Sherbet out of Nebraska. Welcome to the show this evening, gentlemen. How are you, Father Michael? We finally made it here. (laughs) (laughs) Not like us to give up easily, huh? (laughs) No, no. Been working at it for quite some time here. Copy and paste is supposed to work, but... (laughs) Apparently not. Anyway, here you we know, are. I, I think I think it's uh, getting into the into the into the studio is you have to do it real time typing. So, 
Um, anyway, but it's all good. Are you doing well this evening now that we are in? <laughs> yep, absolutely. Well, good. And, and yep. Bishop Lee, welcome. Hi. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I am a Luddite. Yes. <laughs> yes, and a Luddite is a person who does not work well with technology. Well, and you're breaking up. I don't know. We have a, It sounds like we have a difficult connection with you, Lee. Um, it's a very intermittent. Well, it sounds fine from here. <laughs> uh, that's our night. Yeah. Anyway, here we are. Yes. So, what what are we going to talk about this evening, gentlemen, with uh, regard to knowing rather than believing? Well, I, I, you know, that, that's a very interesting uh, subject, uh, knowing versus believing, because uh, when we're believing, we we, we think we're knowing. <laughs> Bishop Lee, I'm going to stop you for a second because uh, Michael, uh, Father Michael, are you hearing that intermittent? We can hardly understand you, Lee. Yes. Yes. Okay, Lee, can you please adjust your microphone or your headset or whatever because it's uh, we cannot even understand you. Yeah, it's breaking up real bad for some reason. You know, we had this problem the other night on my on show. your other show. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It might be blogged, but. Well, I can't hear anything now. Well, you're still you. breaking up on your microphone. Yeah, we hear you perfectly. Check your connection. Maybe going. make sure it's uh, you know plugged in all the way or whatever, because it's um, you usually don't have this problem. So I I, uh, yeah. I know it's not the switchboard because I can hear Michael just fine, and he's hearing yep. the same thing I'm hearing. So I think yep. uh, it might be your headset, Lee. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, call back in. Okay. Okay. Thank thank you. Okay, Sometimes Father Michael. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, I think as uh, Bishop Lee was probably pointing out, to what that is interesting, isn't? Oftentimes, we say to ourselves, if we believe this, we know. Uh-huh. Is it simply a rational assent to a belief, or is this knowing something far different? And, of course, uh, this is uh, part of the discussion we're having tonight on this piece of important uh, truth. Yes, and I think uh, Lee is back. Um, Bishop Lee, are you back? I am. Can you hear me now? Perfectly oh, clear. Perfectly. Yeah. Perfectly clear. You're so your you mouth the... right. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So Father Michael was just uh, telling our, our listening audience that we were going to talk about uh, the difference in, in kind of what's the dynamic of, of believing and uh, in relationship to the dynamic of knowing. Yeah. So would you like to start us off with that this evening, uh, Bishop Lee? Well, when we're talking about knowing, there's two different types of knowing. Okay, there, there's what you call intellectual knowledge. Right. 
and then there there is knowing th- that is um, more like revealed knowledge, right? And an inner knowing, right? So intuitive, right? It's a, it's it's an intuitive knowing, and yeah. in in the discussion of the way of mastery, that's the kind of knowing that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So what gets so in the it, way? Go ahead. Go ahead. So what happens is that our belief structures uh, many times gets in the way of our relying on our intuitive knowing. That's why we say that the way of knowing is the way of unknowing. Mm -hmm. Or I do not know. Mm-hmm. Because belief says I know. Belief says uh-huh. I know. You know that that that's where it's coming from. I know these things to be true. I be, and and but what you're really saying is that I believe these things are true. Mm-hmm. And because I believe these things are true, I will not allow intuitive knowing to replace it. Right. So in the way of mastery, the the first thing that we have to come to is the ability to set aside everything we think we know. And and what we're really saying in that is be willing to set aside everything you believe. Right. And because and uh go ahead. Well, you know, the thing that I think about when I listen to this is, you know, beliefs are oftentimes passed on to us. You know, and I I use religious beliefs uh, as as an example. I mean, most of us, not all of us certainly, but many of us have been born into a family of a certain religious belief system. Absolutely. And so we come to our beliefs um, because they are... uh, Conditioned into us, so to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's, that that is true with, with all belief systems, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, a non-religious belief is that what we all told when we were growing up that if we uh, went out into the rain, we were going to catch our death of cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. But no one ever said that when we take a shower. Yet it's the exact same thing happening. We're getting wet. Right. So so, somehow the fresh air gives us a cold. (laughs) Right. And and when we get a cold when we're out in the rain, it's because that belief overpowered reality. See? Yeah. Yeah. And and so whether it's a cultural belief or a religious belief, belief gets into the way gets in the way of direct objective perception of reality the way it really is. You know? Mm-hmm. So our reality becomes what? Illusion. Our reality becomes not reality at all. You know, we're we're believing lies to 
to be true. A lie is a lie even if everyone believes it to be true, and the truth is true whether or not anyone believes it. <laughs> right. And so in in the way of ma- in the way of mastery, in the way of the heart, the way of transformation, transformation and finally into the way of knowing. Uh we we are getting rid of those false belief systems in order to make room for the reality, being able to look just at the way things are and seeing them as they are for what they are. Right. Now, at times, some of that is going to coincide with your belief structure. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it does not, and your belief structure getting gets into your way from perceiving uh, reality as it truly is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, but the the other thing I wanted to discuss is 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 faith versus knowing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because. Uh, a lot of times people will say, well, I've be- gone beyond faith, now I know. But really what it is is that they've gone beyond their belief structure. Right. And now they have knowing. Because you could not even begin to allow intuitive knowing to, to happen if you didn't have faith. Mm-hmm. Faith is an integral part to intuitive knowing. Exactly. I'd agree with that. Now, why? Is it because it's based upon a belief system or because it's based upon a relationship? Well, from my point of view, true faith uh, is based upon a relationship. Thank you. Yeah. And, and, and not necessarily a belief system. Although you can have a relationship with a belief system. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. And we do. do. We do yeah, we do well, that we, quite a bit. Well, we try to have a relationship with the uh, religious ideas that we are indoctrinated with. And, mm-hmm. and it seems to me in this uh, present time the way our our um we have you know evolved that people are now more and more questioning the things that were sort of handed down to them through their family experience with regard to their quote unquote faith right well that's right you know and i don't think the questions never were there i think the questions were always there i think, I think so. it i think it's a it's a matter of we're, we are now brave enough <laughs> to say, hey, wait a minute, we're going to ask these questions and we want answers. And then the the structural belief system uh, doesn't want you to question it because it doesn't have the answers and it knows it doesn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and so, but now we've gotten strong enough because we've evolved consciously and we've evolved so far technolo- technologically that now we have you know well these are facts and figures and they're not matching up with what you're telling here <laughs> and we come to experience we come to experience by glimpse 
glimpses here and there of a much deeper reality than the belief systems address. You mm -hmm. see, and and we're beginning to understand. You know, <clears throat> if you read, for example, Second Corinthians definitions of love, and then you, you read in John, John's message that God is love. Well, if love is what Second Corinthians says it is, and God is that, then then you got a question. Well, why is He going to punish me for this, 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 and this if He allows all things, <laughs> mm -hmm. endures all things? You know, mm -hmm. uh, if God is full, is merciful and loving and kind, then how is is how are these things that we say he is responsible for, you know, how can he get mad at us? If he is omniscient, how can he get mad at us for doing something he knew we were going to do before he ever created us? Mm -hmm. You know, that it is, and if that is God, is that God worthy of our worship? Right. So once these questions start coming up in the mind uh, minds of the people, then, then something has to be done to address to, to address that because you know then even those stayed in religion, which I was for years, uh, have to look at it and go, it's just not right. There's mm -hmm. some things here that just don't add up. Well, let me go seeking for the truth. Mm -hmm. And then we become seekers of the truth. And once we, rather than being believers, we become seekers of the truth, then something completely opens up for us. And we allow that space within us to have a true relationship with, with um, that which we said we believed in. Right. And so here's the proof. That that what we believe in is a living. It it, it is a living uh, reality. Right. Mm -hmm. For those of us who call ourselves Christians, Christ did, is not on the cross. Right. You see, and and, and that becomes. But when you, when you have belief, when you're based. When your whole religion is based on a belief structure, then it doesn't matter whether Christ rose again or ascended. You still have him on that cross. Right. And he's not he's not alive to you because because you know you have to get your answers from this person or that person. When 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 even the Bible, which a lot of people base a lot of erroneous belief on. It even tells you, let no man be your teacher. Right. It actually it says, says in John that God has come to teach his own himself. That's mm -hmm. right. And and sends you the comforter that does what? Reveals all truth to you. Mm -hmm. He didn't say it, it reveals all truth to those who hold religious office. Right. <laughs> right. It says to you. Yeah. So and that is the key or the core of, of the relationship that we are talking about in in Christic terms 
that relationship with the Holy Spirit that lives within you and that intuitive knowledge which we uh, uh, have found to be the way the Holy Spirit communicates with us. Yeah. Is through intuitive knowledge. And that, too, is a belief, you, right. you, you know. But that is a belief that is also based on our knowing, mm-hmm. okay, on the way we uh, on the way we know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, but the belief is, is that that is the Holy Spirit speaking to us, you know, in, in, instead of, oh, I've just had a communication from my dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Occasionally I get those, but they do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, usually they're more like a bite. Huh? <laughs> but yeah, but that yeah. you know, so our, our our belief structure still uh, forms uh, a a basis of how we interpret things, mm-hmm. but hopefully. Yeah. What we get to the point of is that these things, uh, the, the inner knowing takes precedence over the belief, and the belief becomes the uh, the jargon, if you will, on how we express what is happening to us inwardly, because there really are no words that can convey it. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that's how we get into, uh, in, in, if you will, trouble in the first place. Because we start describing things that that are so intimate that that they are our experience and our experience alone, and it becomes almost impossible to to adequately articulate them in language. Right. Yeah. And yet, it's interesting because you made this point earlier, and it's so important for our audience to grasp this if they haven't. And that is the scriptures, the holy scriptures, which you made reference to, tells us we must seek, we must knock, in order to find. Mm-hmm. And that is for every individual person. And and even in Acts, it tells us that uh, the, the way we find is through feeling for God. Yes, and and that that was a revelation to me, and I just read it not long ago, and it just hit me between the eyes. You know, right. here it is in plain biblical English. <laughs> right. Yeah. That we've been missing the boat. Yeah. You see, there's a huge difference between intellectual knowledge yeah. and knowing based on feeling. Yes. Right. And that's that's what. That's what the way of knowing is all about. But the way, the only way to enter into the way of knowing is, is, is to ask the questions. Because right. when you ask the question, you are saying, I don't know. Right. So then the Bible becomes... Right. And, and, yeah. and the, the Bible then becomes uh, a jumping-off point. You see, I don't think the Bible was ever intended by the authors to be the uh, um, solo scriptura. Right, right. I I don't think that was ever its intent. 
I think right. the intent of the Bible is more of in in line with the with the uh, what in Zen would be called a koan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you know, they they are things for us to question in mm-hmm. order to find the answer, and the answer right. at a, at at the absolute level of reality is not found in the plain English of the Bible. It is found through your experience of what is written in plain English in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And the Bible even says that. Right. Jesus taught in parables, and the Bible is a parable. Jesus mm-hmm. taught in parables so that those that were not ready to understand the truth wouldn't wouldn't be you know, wouldn't really be confused. They'd have something. You see, mm-hmm. Traditional Christianity is fine for those that want to hold on to traditional Christianity. It, it's, it's fine. However, it's if if you want a deeper relationship, a real relationship, then you have to go deeper than what traditionally is called Christianity. You must become a follower of Christ mm-hmm. within you, mm-hmm. the hope of glory, and, and not... Uh, constantly being told what Christ is, whether that comes from a book or it comes from a person. doesn't make any difference. Mm-hmm. Or a structure. Faith confirmed is knowing. And mm-hmm. the confirmation comes from your interior experience of that. So, do we want to go ahead and get into a little bit of the way of knowing? Sure. Yeah, why not? Okay. So, you know, we're taking a little departure because we were in in the way of the heart. And what I want to say is that the way of the heart will be continued in a series of lessons. Uh, right. And, and, now for, and we're changing the format of the show a little bit because we're going to start skipping around the book, in the book. Like tonight, um, we'll probably do a couple of of shows on the uh, way of knowing. Then we're going to go back to the way of transformation and go through some things like, like that to give everyone a taste uh, of the fullness of what it is that we're teaching here and provide the actual teaching of it in in a class format that's more interactive. Right, and and we're attempting to do that on on Skype, um, and through you know uh, you know gatherings, uh, you, you know using conference calling or, or Skype or uh, something of that nature, where we can have the interaction and the discussion. Absolutely. So uh, maybe this would be a good time to just mention that those of you who are listening who want to actually uh, get, enter into that. Um, uh, spiritual uh, conversation and, and, and expand your awareness of that uh, for your own spiritual journey, um, you can send us an email at ofjcommunity.org and we will um, let you know the time and the place uh, that we will be uh, having the various gatherings on um, on uh, the overall uh, text 
and and focusing in on uh you know the way of the heart and the way of you know transformation and then of course and, and then be able to discern uh, the part of the way of knowing which is a wonderful um uh, wonderful uh, experience so if you're interested in becoming involved in that and entering into those conversations again just send an email to ofjcommunity.org uh, and I'm sorry, OFJ, uh, that's our website, uh, but to OFJcommunity uh, at gmail.com, and we will be um, delighted to send you um, complete information about that. So the way of knowing begins with <clears throat> Lesson 25 on page 294, and it is you remain as you are created to be. And that's a very significant title. The yeah. first thing we have to do is figure out <laughs> who are we created to be and and what happened. And that comes from the way of the heart and the way of transformation. And now we're, we're at this point where we are going to realize that we remain as we are created to be no matter what we think. <laughs> or believe. So yeah. Or believe. Well, no matter what we think or believe. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Excuse me. So, Linda Marie, do you want to start us out? Do you have, um, or can, do you want me can, to? Can, yeah, would you start it out? Sure. I'm still trying to get this technology thing straightened out here. <laughs> well, good luck. God bless you. Yeah, well, really. You know, <laughs> if it wasn't for Linda Marie, you would not be hearing our voices tonight. And she was... She, she rushed home from a, from an engagement in order to make this show happen. So, God bless you, Linda Marie. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. She is the heart and soul of OFJ. <laughs> well, you're sweet. I appreciate that, and it, it well, that's is true. A treasured part of my ministry, and um, it, it's just a privilege to be able to do this. So, thank you. So it says, now we begin. Beloved and holy friends, we come forth to abide with you as we initiate the third and final part of the formal information in the way of mastery. This information will, as time unfolds, be shared with millions. We have chosen to entitle this last group of lessons, The Way of Knowing. What then is required for true knowledge to exist? How does one live in whatever dimension of creation when they abide in true knowing? Beloved friends, that which is required for true knowledge to pervade the whole of one's consciousness is simply this. Not for one moment have you ever lived life. Rather, in truth and in reality, Life, which is but love streaming forth from the source of all creation, has sought to live as you. Never at any time has there in truth been a false self. Never has there been a time in which something called the ego has really existed. You have heard us say many times that what is true about you is true always and that you remain as you are created to be, the thought of perfect love in form. You emanate from the mind of the Creator as a wave emanates from the ocean. 
the great secret of your human existence, indeed the great secret of many journeys you have taken, is that they have existed nowhere save within the movie screen of your own mind. Now that That's a huge and hard statement. Mm-hmm. That you realize at this particular point in time, everything you have thought about yourself, everything and about yourself that you thought was true is not. <laughs> and it, it is just a fantasy that you have been creating, that you have been creating in your mind, on the movie screen of your mind. Does this mean that your dreams have had no effect? Within the dream itself, as long as you choose to be identified with it, you will experience the effects of the choices that you have made. Yet now, as the heart has touched purification, and as you have truly been willing to allow transformation to occur, all that matters and must be remembered is that you, as you thought yourself to be, has never truly existed. It has been a smokescreen. It has been a chimera. It has been illusion. Knowledge, then, consists of crystal clear awareness that while creation streams streams forth from the mind of God, you cannot find the place that a separate self began. Now, what does that mean? What does that truly mean? When we really enter into a state of very deep meditation, what happens? What what do we become aware of? We become aware of absolutely nothing. We become aware of absolute silence, absolute stillness. And we lose all sense of ourself as an individual self. We enter into this expansionness, this expansiveness that is all-encompassing. And that's really who we are. That is what we truly are. We are that all-expansiveness. And that's the only thing there is. And you have absolutely no knowledge of where your end will be found. In truth, you do not know what is going to unfold in the very next moment of your experience. This can only mean, since you do have a next moment, that something else is living you. In the beginning of the journey, there must be desire, for no one can come unto the Father without it. For just as you use the energy of desire to dream the dream of separation that closed your heart, that set you on a thousand useless journeys propelled and compelled by fear, by judgment, by doubt. Likewise, desire has been necessary for you to be willing to face your illusions and to look more deeply at your judgments and to see that they can have no value save that which you extend unto them. It has indeed required desire for you to even want to awaken. So we see again how important desire is. Exactly. It's pretty it's it's pretty amazing um 
when you think about it. It's, it's to me anyway when I think about it how how deeply this uh, you know how simple and yet how deeply this feels you know how it, it's profoundly simple and uh, at the same time it, it just doesn't seem real you know how could it be that simple mm-hmm. you know we've been taught to have all these uh, processes and rituals and uh, you know, doing things the right way and the wrong way, and and so it, it's hard to, it's, you know, I know that in the classes that I facilitate on on this uh, particular text, it's very challenging for folks at first to kind of grasp this. Yeah, to, to grasp the fact that Lee Peterson yeah. never really has existed, <laughs> and yet I'm yeah, here. I mean it's yeah. yeah. Everything that I thought about myself and the very fact that I thought about myself <laughs> is an illusion. But yet Boy. it's a reality here. But th- yeah. And that's what they're talking about. That's the dream. Mm-hmm. That's the dream we awaken from. You see, that's the dream. You want to take it from there, Father? All right, Eve. Whoever you are. <laughs> yes, whoever I am. Again, awakening, yes. Being here now. As you have used the power of intention to continually etch into the mind the beliefs and perceptions that are the very foundation of the dream of separation. So, too, have you learned to use intention through time, which is your creation, in order to awaken from time and from fear. Just as you once used the power of allowing to give permission to the creation held within your mind to seemingly apparently take form in front of your own eyes, and allow their reality to become so deeply entrenched that literally worlds have been birthed from it. So, too, have you needed to use allowance in the process of transformation. Allowance. Allowing yourself to feel what you did not want to feel before. And allowing yourself to see differently what you had once insisted could not be seen in a certain way. All allowing has been the very field from which all forgiveness you have learned has sprung forth. And you know, it's it's it, that's an interesting idea. And uh, yes. you know about about allowing and forgiveness. You know, Absolutely. when we're not trying to, you know, when we're not trying, when we're no longer trying to control a certain situation or person or make them behave a certain way or have a certain outcome, when we allow it to be whatever it's meant to be, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's synonymous with forgiveness because we're taking, we're we're withdrawing our need to uh, to control, control it out of some manipulate, you know, out of yeah. some fear, yeah, or manipulate right. it instead of or, allowing uh, it. You know, we were we were or talking. It. And resisting it, exactly. Yeah. Because if there is no judgment, there there, there actually needs to be no forgiveness. 
Right. You see, and in exactly. not judging you, you are autumn. You, it's it is simultaneous, not in need of forgiveness and receiving forgiveness <clears throat> at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. Which which really doesn't make sense <laughs> from a uh, real logical uh, linear point of right. view. But when we realize that, that whole linear point of view that we had with good on one end and bad on the other never existed in the first place, mm-hmm. except in our mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's... That's amazing that in our mind, as our mind in reality doesn't really exist. We are usurping the Father's mind and, and, and making it ours through an insane idea of separation. And that's what it's talking about when we say, do, do I not exist? Well, of course I exist. I'm here. But do I exist as separate from, from everything else? What I exist so. as is a is a viewpoint of that, right. all-encompassing mind, if you will, or heart, you see. And that's what I am, simply a viewpoint. And then I've given that viewpoint a name and an identity, you know. And exactly. that, that name and that identity are, are what you, we would consider to be the false. The, the false identity, but you see, it doesn't really ever exist anywhere except in our own mind. Mm-hmm. The reality is, we are who we are—an expression of God in form. We are not the form; we are the expression of God. <laughs> see, I know, but it's very easy to confuse that when you when you uh, you know you're carrying around this form. <laughs> well, right, and you like live a in a world of form. You live in a world of apparent form. You know, we're just now learning through quantum physics that that form is formless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, no, that that everything is is simply uh, our reality being being shown back to us, mirrored back to us, if you will. It's our own creation, moment to moment. There's nothing out there that we're not creating for ourselves in this illusion to further right. enhance our illusion right. of the of the dream. And we always have. <laughs> and so allowing has been the most central of the keys in the process of your healing and awakening. Right? For when you truly begin to touch upon the power of genuine allowing, you begin to taste the first levels of true freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, so what is what is the freedom here that, that, that Christ is offering us? What is the freedom here that true reality is offering us? It, it, it's, it, we become totally free if everything that we do is allowed. Mm-hmm. Everything we allow everything, realizing mm-hmm. the ultimate reality that everything is eternal. What happens to us when there is no death? What happens to us when there is no finality, no finiteness, and we're right. living as infinity in infinity, mm-hmm. and we accept the fact that we not only have eternal life, we are 
eternal life. Because life is eternal. It's not that we have eternal life. <laughs> life is eternal. And it's expressing itself through us. And so then, then when this form that we're in suddenly takes on that perspective, we, 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 we are able to view that form from that perspective, then our self-importance and the ego begins to spontaneously uh, fade away. <laughs> that, that's why, you know, and, and it's expressed in biblical terms, in terms of dying to the self, in terms, you, you know, of being born again, born anew. Uh, all those kinds of references are all references to to the recognition of who we truly are. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Become a nothing. Well, you know, you can't. If you're an expression of God, ultimately you are not going to be a nothing. A nothing. But when Lee Peterson realizes that he is a nothing, you see, and 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 how empowering that really becomes, because then we realize we are in everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, so in some of the church's teachings, they were actually teaching correctly, although we misinterpreted everything. You know, they were teaching us, think of yourself as a nothing. Oh, I am a sinner. Well, we we got the words mixed up, but what they were trying to teach us was ultimately correct. You know, they were ultimately trying to teach, you know, if they just said, you are not this person (laughs) that you think you are, we'd go, Mm -hmm. you're crazy. Right? So they had to come up with new ways of saying the truth, and they became the untruth. Right. You mean I wasn't that worm at the bottom of the bottle? (laughs) (laughs) That's a loaded question, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It depends on when you... How full was the bottle when you got it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, for those of you that are listening, I just want to interject that, you know, you're listening to the Way of Consciousness here on Blog Talk Radio, Way of Consciousness Network, and we're here each Tuesday normally at uh, normally. <laughs> normally at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Central, etc. across the country, uh, except at times when we do have technical dif- difficulties like the ones that yeah. we experienced this evening for whatever reason. And um, you can find us um, also... Um, by sending us an email uh, to ofjcommunity at gmail.com to find out about taking part in in the discussion groups and um, if you're interested in expanding your own inner awareness of your of, of who you are and you're interested in expanding and working on your own spiritual journey, uh, we invite you to participate in these discussions. They're very, very enriching and very transformative and uh, you will sure to expand uh, in your own way, uh, your own understanding. Uh, that's what I think is so beautiful about this work uh, called The Way of Mastery. It, it reaches you where you are, and you, you come to understandings. It's not about sharing the same beliefs as any other person. That's not what this whole thing is about. It's about expanding your own understanding of what your relationship is with mm-hmm. God or the Creator. It's not about 
being the same as anyone else. You're the unique creation, and it's about learning to understand that. And that's how we can allow. When we realize that God is in all things, people, events, um, everything, if we really know that, at a an allowing level, it's totally freedom. It's total freedom. We set ourselves free uh, when we rest in that, no matter what things look like. And that's what this journey of the way of mastery helps to facilitate. Um, I've been facilitating, uh, as as Lee has for many years, uh, in many different groups, um, uh, this this work. And I've I've been through these. Uh, different parts of this over and over and each time based on where I am in my understanding I continue to expand in my understanding and in my relationship uh, with who I am so um, it's it's a remarkable uh, journey and and we would certainly invite uh, you to join us in that journey uh, and uh, I also wanted to say that our phone number here is uh, area code three four seven two three seven five six two five and we really welcome uh your calls um and i notice i I know that we have a tremendous amount of on-demand listening that listens to our show archived and um and we encourage you first of all we thank you for the tremendous support we get to our archive listeners and we also encourage you to give us your feedback your comments your perspectives uh by sending again an email to of jcommunity at gmail.com so thank you very much for uh, always uh, supporting our show and um, you know and our our mission is to really just get this word out there to invite people to 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 feel um, good about being their own unique ex- expression uh, of, of, of God creating through us of living us and so um as seeming individuals. Absolutely. Um, uh, Father Michael, in, in uh, now you're out of Nebraska. Uh, have you been able to uh, get a group going? Um, I know you do a lot of work in the paranormal, but have you been able to um, uh, yet facilitate a, a group or a discussion on, on the way of mastery as yet? Um, actually, I've... Uh I brought it up to one of the uh, groups I actually work with out of Lincoln, and we may may be establishing that very soon. Uh, because well, great. the uh, the uh, principles that uh, we work from, we understand, uh, are are no different than what uh, brings uh, uh, liberation from the bondage of fear. Right. Uh, within these other situations and within the lives of, of people, and of course that comes through awakening to love, reality, and we are right. that reality. We are that's our identity, that eternal love. So, well, thank you. And so, anybody in the area of Lincoln, Nebraska, um, again, please send an email to. Um, OFJcommunity at gmail dot com, and we'd be happy to put you in touch with uh, with Father Michael's group, and uh, mm-hmm, you might mm-hmm. uh, feel more inclined to do something in person. Bishop Lee, tell us about your group there in 
the Weatherford area of Texas, which is just sort of west of, of Fort Worth, correct? 30 miles west of Fort Worth, and a very short 30, 30 miles. <laughs> and, uh, yes, we, we have a group every Thursday night. Uh, we're meeting at, at 630 um, here at the IM Center, excuse me, 7410 Ellis Road in Weatherford, Texas. And uh, then we we go and, and have uh, Taco Church where we, we meet and further discuss uh, all various uh, spiritual uh, topics as well as enjoy dollar tacos. Now, it's well. we're really not... Go- we're really not going for the dollar tacos. No. We're, re- we're really going to. <laughs> yeah. We're going we're for really the fellowship. Going to talk. That's right. We're really going for the fellowship, and 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 the tacos, and the tacos. are just a. Uh... Yeah, and then I realized it wasn't the dollar tacos people were going for. It's the dollar beer that they're serving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. For, I wasn't even aware that there was dollar beer. <clears throat> I was going for the dollar tacos, and I was going to, you know, well these people yeah. aren't eating; they're drinking. You know, what's going on? <laughs> uh, so, the wonderful state of Texas. Yeah, yeah that's so right. those of you, so those of you who are in the area of Weatherford or west of Fort Worth. Um, Please uh, send that email, and we will be happy to put you in touch with, touch with Bishop Lee in the I Am Center, and um, and you can attend uh, some of those group discussions and um, and uh, take advantage of the Dollar Taco Night at the same time. So that's mm-hmm. always a deal. So um, <clears throat> I think it's time to wrap up our show this evening, gentlemen. Um, hopefully next week we'll have all of these. Uh, technical issues uh worked out i certainly hope that yeah. we will <laughs> and uh if not you know, I, hold on we'll be here one way yes, or the other we will we'll be, be here, here uh sooner or later we'll we, we will get in this is this is the first time this much of a technical uh glitch has happened um, yeah. in 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 uh, you know a year of of doing this so um this is our first time to encounter uh, this much of a challenge so like everything else, you know, uh, technology is wonderful, wonderful, but sometimes it, it does present some challenges when you're trying to do something at a certain time. So uh, <laughs> we do apologize right. for what, what has happened this evening. And we must allow it to be what it is. That's and we have right. to allow it to be and Somehow. trust the divine process in all things. I mean, this is... Uh, yeah, that's right. You know, Here it is, our little lesson on allowance. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, I mean, it, it is what it is, as they say, and uh, we're grateful for even having this platform that people can be at home in, in in their own homes. They don't have to travel if they choose not to, and we can have things like blog talk radio uh, and learning tools such as Skype, which is free, which mm-hmm. we use in our ministry to teach a lot of uh, and to facilitate a lot of discussion groups and, and actually teach classes. And so... Um, we're very, very blessed. Um, sometimes we have challenges, but most of the time it, it's a tremendous blessing and can put people together from all distances, and it, it, it just removes all that distance and allows you to have enter into a, uh, a deeply spiritual conversation with one another, and, and hence it blesses everyone. So 
thank you, Father Michael Sherbet out of Nebraska, who will be facilitating some of the Way of Mastery groups there. Uh, thank you, uh, Lee Allen Peterson out of uh, Weatherford, Texas, who is facilitating groups there. And myself, Linda Marie Nelson out of Nashville, Tennessee, I'm facilitating groups here. And if you would like to become part of, of any of those groups, just again, send us an email at ofjcommunity.com. I'm sorry, ofjcommunity at gmail.com. So, um, uh, Bishop Lee, would you close with a with a um, a blessing for everyone? Yes, may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of Jesus Christ, His Son. And may the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, become upon you now and remain with you always. Amen. 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 How about Good that for a traditional blessing? That's, good, good. That's, that's beautiful. And no, group uh, we, hugs, group hugs. Group hugs group and hugs. lots of gratitude. Yes. <laughs> uh. We thank you for listening to The Way of Consciousness here on The Way of Consciousness Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. We wish you peace.